If I could describe to get my life tour in one word, it would be vulnerability. Showing up for yourself is so important. Welcome to the Get My Life Tour. I'm your host, Lydia T. Blanco. Hey y'all, it's me, your host Lydia T. Blanco, and as always, I am excited that you decided to show up for yourself and take center stage in your life. If this is your first time joining me on tour, welcome to the Get My Life Tour. If you have been rocking with me for some time now, thank you so much for showing up time and time again. And I'm so glad that you decided to show up today because there is no way you would want to miss this conversation because the woman who is joining us today on tour and taking center stage is someone who is killing it. And I say that with all due respect, but she is a boss. She is a CEO. She is a mother, a wife, and she is someone who is passionate about building community and helping women entrepreneurs. So without further ado, help me welcome the Monique Quadrigas, who is the founder and CEO of my L. Monique, welcome. Oh, wow. Thank you. That was um, a great introduction. I'm going to need to take you on tour with me. <laughs> it's you. It is you. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I am so glad that you are coming on tour with us. Absolutely. I'm excited. I'm elated to um, be a part. Um, I just thank you guys for giving me the opportunity. Oh, my goodness. The honor is ours. Okay, so I'm going to read a little bit of your bio, but I don't want to take too long because you are well accomplished and you're you're always moving well, forward. You. you are welcome. So Monique Rodriguez has over nine years of experience as a registered nurse. If you did not know, her background in science and focus on women's health from the inside out inspired her to share her regimen of healthy tailbone. Okay, tailbone. Yes, you heard that correctly. Length hair with the masses. She is passionate about inspiring women in business and entrepreneurship. And she, as I mentioned, is an incredible wife and mother, and she is someone who is always helping women get ahead. Monique, you do it all. <laughs> I like to think that I do, but I'm, I still have so much that I want to attain in life. So, mm. but thank you, though. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> you know, I read a piece of your bio, but in your own words, who is Monique Rodriguez? <laughs> So Monique Rodriguez, I am a child of God. I am a wife. I am a mother. I am a sister. I am a daughter. I'm a granddaughter. I'm a cousin. I'm a friend. I'm all of those things. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm also um, just really passionate about, you know, what I do and serve in my community. Um, I started my Yale in 2014 and I started it from being in my kitchen, really just experimenting with my own hair and having severely heat damaged hair. Um, I never embraced my natural curls growing up. My mm. mom started taking me to the salon at a very young age, at the age of 12. Wow. Um, with the, and here in Chicago, I'm from Chicago. So we, we go to the Egyptians here in Chicago and it's where they sit and they burn your hair. Wow. 
And um, so I was going to those salons since I was 12 years old into my early adulthood. And so I never really remembered like how my natural curl pattern was. But I did remember like as a little girl, like I had these beautiful curls. And I'm like, why doesn't my hair curl like that anymore? Mm. Um, In 2013, I went through a tragic situation where I unfortunately lost my son. I was eight months pregnant. I had a uterine rupture. And um, unfortunately, he was born uh, brain dead because he lacked oxygen to the brain. So at, at the time I was working as a nurse, as you mentioned, I was a nurse for eight and a half to nine years. And my last job as a nurse was in home health. And that was when I was pregnant with my son. And when that happened to me, my whole world flipped upside down. And I was really like, just lost. And I'm like, okay, God, what is it that, you know, you have for me? Uh, Like, why am I even still on this earth? And I was, I was seeking like my purpose because I didn't know why God spared me and took him. Mm. But I came to the realization that my son has taught me so much more than anybody on this earth could have ever taught me. Number one, he taught me to deepen my relationship with God. He taught me to have faith and to have courage in myself. He taught me how to stop doubting myself and believing in myself. And he taught me to just start embracing who I was. Mm-hmm. Um, through that situation is when I developed a stronger, deeper relationship with God. I always knew that there was a God. I never had a relationship with God prior to this. I prayed, but I didn't grow up in church. So I really didn't understand like the fundamentals of how important it is to um, really submit your life to God Mm -hmm. um, until that happened to me. Because when you go through situations like that, you have no other source that's going to help get you through that other than God. Like even though my husband was supportive, my mom was supportive. No one can get me through that situation but God. Mm -hmm. So I sought him and, you know, he says, seek him first in everything that we do. and he also gave me the vision to start embracing my hair and me talking about hair care because I've always loved beauty and hair ever since I was a little girl. Like that's always been a passion of mine. I used to beg my mom to take me to different model calls so I can like be the face of other hair care companies. (laughs) And I never got selected, but now I know why I never got selected. Okay. It is quite Uh apparent. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, but I've always loved hair care and Throughout that, going through a dark place in my life, I took to social media to talk about my passion. And that was um, that was hair care. And that was me sharing my journey of transitioning from, you know, heat damaged hair to embracing my natural curls again. So little to my knowledge, I was also helping to solve a problem that other women were facing as well, Mm -hmm. because a lot of women were trying to transition and wanting to embrace their curls, but didn't know how. But I was one of the ones who, the thing is, when I set my mind on something, I'm determined to figure it out. So I was like researching everything, like finding like different ingredients that work well on my hair. And I will order so much, I will order so much crap off the internet (laughs) and just start like going in my kitchen and making stuff and um, making look little different concoctions and experimenting and actually showing the experiment on social media. So I was like, just talking to people, you know, how you talk right. to your friend, like, girl, listen, I'm yes. not supposed to put this up in my hair right now. Cause I need my curls to pop. <laughs> so I was really just like sharing, excuse me. I was sharing what I was doing on social media, which is what I still do today. So if I'm going through something or if I 
am excited about something, I share it with my my uh, followers on social media. So that's what I was doing. And it came to a point where I kept making these concoctions and women started asking me like, girl, I don't have time to make that. Like, can I just purchase what you made? And then, you know, because I, I, cause they would actually try the recipes because I would post the recipes. Oh, wow. And so it was, see, my intention was not to start a hair care line. My intention was just that share my story mm. and when people started asking like can I just buy it can you make it and I'll, I'll buy it from you that's when the light bulb went off and I said okay well this is something I'll take seriously now mind you throughout my nursing career I tried to start so many different businesses because I did not like being a nurse mm. it wasn't fulfilling to me I went to nursing school because that's what my mom told me to do she told me to go to school go to college get a degree and, and work a job wow <laughs> Um, so it was nursing was not a career that I was happy with. And, um, and I wanted to do something that was, that was fulfilling. Mm -hmm. And so I had tried to start so many different like businesses prior to my year throughout my whole eight and a half, nine years of nursing. I tried to do direct sales, Mary Kay, Cincy Candles. Um, I tried to start a jewelry business. I even tried to start a nursing agency. Everything wow. that I tried to start, it never worked. And the reason why it never worked was was because I didn't seek him first. Mm. And I was just trying to chase money to give me a bailout so I can get out of this career that I was unhappy in. And the difference with my L is that it came naturally. It was my gift and my gift was making room for me. You know what? You took the words right out of my mouth. I'm over here looking like I'm playing double judge because that is something <laughs> that came to my heart. I was like, her gift made room for you. I, you know what? There are so many of us on our journeys who are trying to look for a way out. Yeah. But we just have to be still trust mm -hmm. and know, and mm -hmm. then see what our way through is. You know, there were a number of things you navigated as an entrepreneur or even an entrepreneur, right? But your gift made room for you. And I think that, spe that speaks to me most definitely. I'll speak for myself. Mm -hmm. And I, I really think that is going to speak to those who are looking for a way out right now. So many of us are always thinking about pivoting yeah. and being in transition and what's the next big thing and how can we just go for what excites us right now? But if we just wait a moment, yep. Yep. oh my goodness. What was it like transitioning into entrepreneurship? You already, you know, figured you needed to do something else, but how did you learn the fundamentals of business? And then of course, you know, the fundamentals of the hair care industry. Um, so like I said, if it's something that I really am interested in and I want to learn, I'm going to learn it and get the information that I need by any means necessary. I didn't have a mentor and I don't like when people use the excuse, well, I don't have anyone to show me the ropes. Mm. Neither did I. But I feel that if you want something and you're so passionate about it and you want it that badly, you're going to figure out a way. And God gives you that wisdom, you know, once you submit to him and you make because God already knows what you need. Right. Right. And if that's why I say if your vision comes from God, he's going to supply you with the resources. Mm -hmm. He's going to supply you with the mindset, provide you with the mindset in order to to get whatever it is that you desire. So I always tell people, like, it's not by my own strength that I was able to accomplish this. It was because I decided to submit first and God mm -hmm. gave me the ability like to research like I'm a big researcher and I would I would stay up all night on Google just trying to find like, you know, what are my first steps? How do I need to what do I need to do to start? Like, 
how do you mix this ingredient? Like how, how does, how do I get what I'm making at home out on the shelf? Then mm-hmm. I discover, okay, well, I need to find a chemist. Okay. So I started searching, like, how can I find a chemist? Found a chemist on Google, started, and I didn't start with the first person I called. I had to cold call a whole lot of people to make sure that they were in alignment with my ultimate goal and my vision. Um, so I started doing that and um, I started researching and listening to podcasts. I started being inspired by other people's stories. Um, I started reading several books on like branding and marketing. Um, I started learning about like how to market on social media. So God gave me the ability and the mindset to say, okay, this is what I know I need. So let me try to educate myself because faith without works is dead. I can say I I have all the faith in the world, but if I don't put action behind it and and what God saw was that, yeah, I have faith, but now I'm going to take the steps that I need to do in order to pursue my dream that I have in my heart. Oh my goodness. The, you know, the most high knows, like you said, exactly what we need. I'm interested in knowing who did you attract during that time of transition when you began to do your research and as your gift was Mm -hmm. making room for you, who were your supporters? I know you and your husband work closely together. Was there anyone else who came into your life as a result of you being on the right path? Oh yeah, absolutely. And and people still, God still supplies me with great resources that come along my path. And I'm literally like just blown away at um, the people that God sends on my path because it's like, I, I wouldn't even thought that I would have be in the same type of room as, you know, some of the people that I came across. So in the very beginning, um, you know, it takes a lot of, you know, traveling. You want to start going places, going to events, getting your business out there. So for me, I I'm somewhat of an introverted person. I used to be very, very worse than I am now. (laughs) Um, So like getting out and like networking and talking to people was something that was like so scary to me. Um, I would go to networking events just to push myself out of the comfort. So I started doing that just to push myself. Then I said, okay, now I need to start talking to people when I actually go to these events. So I had to push myself to start actually talking to people. So one of my first celebrity endorsements that I secured with my, and this was only being in business for about six months. um, I met at a networking event. Mm. And I met this person because I decided to step out of my comfort zone. And you know how you go to these networking events, these empowerment conferences, and they open it up for questions. Right. And you you have people there that are scared to ask their questions. <laughs> well, I have learned that if you don't ask, you don't receive. So I pushed myself. I stood up and I asked a question. And I also did a shameless plug of my brand yes. to uh, the celebrity that I was trying to pursue and talked about my brand and she just so happened to be like um you are, you know I have natural hair and I was like oh wow you do I mean I knew, I knew she did but I was like don't worry I'm gonna meet you after this this session is over and I'm gonna give you a, a sample of my product mm. uh, me being bold and aggressive which is so out of my character wow but <laughs> so you went for what you wanted I went for what I wanted and I went to a VIP area did not have tickets to get into VIP but mm. I did it anyway gave her my product and then I followed up after I gave her the product and that's how our relationship was established. And we've had a long-term, like we're still friends to this day, but it was me just pushing myself out of my comfort zone that, you know, God, again, you put in the action steps 
because God will provide and nothing great happens when you're comfortable. And I knew that. Mm. So I had to just push myself and and even go into like trade shows, how people would just come up to me and say, you know, I do X, Y and Z. I'm looking to help, you know, small businesses do that. Connecting with people like that has has helped me also scale up to go into retail. Now, I will say that everybody is that says that they do what they do. Don't do what they do. Right. You, you have a lot of <laughs> you have a lot of fake people. You have a lot of scammers. You have a lot of people that see dollar signs and they want to try to take advantage and they'll sell you a dream. So you really have to be keen in your discernment and you really have to know how to vet people out um, as for references, resources. But again, um, God, if, as long as you trust in him, you know, God will weed out the bad and he'll send the good people in your life. But I have met so many great people um, that I've just been surprised and blown away that um, God has placed in my path. Well said. I feel like you just gave us a blueprint on networking and building relationships. And I don't think it can be said enough because a lot of us have great ideas. We're ambitious. Mm -hmm. We think we are the founders or creators of the next best things, but we don't have the Mm -hmm. discipline, Mm -hmm. which is, you know, it sets us back often because Mm -hmm. we don't follow through. So I'm so glad that you said that. You know, I have to ask because you talked about people who you may encounter who may not be as, (laughs) you know, uh, solid as they say they are, or for lack of better words, fraudulent. What are some of the, you know, business lessons that you've learned? Mayel is doing incredibly well. Um, Even during this pandemic, I've seen different pieces and information that's come in and I'm like, wow, God is truly blessing your business. But what are some of the business lessons that you're welcome? That's, it's really exciting. What are some of the (laughs) business lessons that you've learned? Oh, oh, I, so funny you asked me that. I just did a podcast on this and I have to upload it. Um, But some of the lessons that I've learned is that everybody's not for you. Everybody is not going to see your vision. You as a CEO, a lot of CEOs are visionary people. And you can't tell your vision to everyone, everyone, because they're not going to get it. And what can happen is it can be discouraging if you're not strong enough, if you're not strong minded to say, you know what, I don't care what you said, I'm going to do it anyway. Mm -hmm. So you have to be a risk taker, um, a calculated risk taker. Um, I have also learned that you're going to have to go through the sour grapes in order to get to the, the good apples. Um, I like that. Over the, course of, <laughs> over the course of my journey, I have came across several, several sour grapes, but I also have came across several good apples. And the purpose of those sour grapes is to help teach you and to nurture you so you can be the best CEO that you can possibly be. Um, because, and also with mistakes, you're going to have a lot of mistakes. You're going to have a lot of challenges, but those mistakes experience is the best teacher. Once you learn from a mistake and once you learn from a sour grape that has came into your life and has been terrible, you will never make that same mistake again. And also you're able to pass that information down to someone else to let them know like, listen, hey, I dealt with this PR person and it was a nightmare. And this is what I and this is how I was introduced to this person. And this is a mistake that I made. So, listen, you don't make the same mistake again. Um, So. You know, again, you got to go through it in order to in order to learn. And I think that with a lot of entrepreneurs, you see things on social media and it looks like people don't go through anything. Mm. And 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 social media is a lie. Honestly, you know, social media is a highlight reel. People don't post like I never posted um, my bad experiences with publicists that I've had in the past. 
because obviously I wouldn't want to put anybody's bad, you know, name out there. But, you know, I haven't talked about like, you know, um, the times where we were backed up on shipping and, you know, I was trying to figure out how I was going to get the money to fund like a, a order for retail, you know, because it's like, I feel like people are they really going to understand some of the things that I'm going through? Mm. Like some of the things that I, I am transparent about that I feel like everybody can relate to, but the, the back end, the operational side, like everybody's not going to understand what I'm talking about unless right. you're actually going through it and you're experiencing it. But again, people don't talk about that on social media. So when I have these opportunities like this and, you know, when I have interviews, I talk about like the realness of the business um, so people can see like this is social media is a facade. So don't get hung up on like the highlight reels and, and think that it's easy because it's not easy. It's a lot of hard work. Times can be stressful at times, mm-hmm. but you have to have the spirit of perseverance. You have to be resilient. You got to have tenacity. Um, all those things. There are a lot of characteristics you need to have as a business owner that nobody told me. And so when I went through things and I'm experiencing, you know, how the heck am I going to fund this retail business? Oh, I didn't know retail had all these fees that came along with this. Like nobody told me that. So when I'm experiencing this, I'm like feeling like I'm the only one. Mm. But I have met people now that have gone through this, that's been in the industry, that look at some of the problems that we went through and they laugh at it. Wow. So it's it's just always good to, um, number one, find a mentor, find someone that has been in the industry or a similar industry um, that you can lean on, that you can um, lean on their expertise and their advice. So you don't feel like you're the only one going through this, because, again, if you don't have the mindset, you'll feel like you, you want to give up and you'll get discouraged. But to know that, you know what, it happens. And guess what? You'll get through it. You know, those are some of the things that I wish someone would have told me in the beginning, because I have had those times when I felt really discouraged and I had to question like, okay, why, like, what do we get ourselves into? But we got through it and, and, and that's what matters. So, um, just being around people to help you understand, like in business, it's not an easy path. Um, the road is rocky, but you'll get through it. The ones that survive and are successful are the ones that didn't give up. I have to thank you so much for your vulnerability and your transparency, because there are people who will never say that. They will never say it out loud and they won't share it on social media. They won't even say it during a keynote presentation because they have so much pride. Mm. And we know pride become, you know, comes before yeah. a great fall. But I'm so glad that you're saying that and someone is going to hear you hear you mm-hmm. say it because it matters. You know, some people will never have a mentor and I know that sounds crazy, but mm-hmm. access to information mm-hmm. and the lack thereof is so real. And I'm just so grateful that you are keeping it a um, hundred right now because there's someone who's probably thinking about starting a business, getting into, you know, your industry or just making it an entrepreneurship and they don't know where to start or maybe they have and they've gotten to where you're speaking about and they're discouraged. So thank you so much for being encouraging. Mm-hmm. No problem. You know, I have to ask, as you do it all, as you make a way for yourself and others, what are some of the ways that you practice showing up for yourself so that you can be your best self and so that you can be a resource to others? 
Oh, yeah, that's a great question. So before like self-care became like a trending topic on Instagram, <laughs> <laughs> like I've always been really big on self-care because I feel that I cannot pour into anyone from an empty cup, mm-hmm. even my family. So for me, some of the things that I have, like I, self-care for me is doing things that I enjoy doing. Sometimes I enjoy sitting outside looking at the green grass, hearing the birds chirp and just being quiet and being still and letting God speak to me. So like this past weekend, this, this whole quarantine situation, like I'm not complaining (laughs) because it is really giving me a time to reset, refocus and really just think like my schedule before has was been, was very busy. Mm -hmm. um, And I'm not complaining about that either. I'm just also appreciative for the time that God has given me to think and to reset and to really just focus on like myself, what's what's important. Um, I don't have to rush to go anywhere. Um, so I'm I'm just appreciating this time. Like, you know, the only thing that I can't do that I love doing that's a part of my self-care routine is like going to the spa, going to get my nails done, right. you know, going to get like pedicures and stuff like that's also something that I enjoy. But obviously, I can't do it right now. So me just sitting outside in stillness replaces me going to the spot because it's kind of like the same effect. Mm-hmm. Um, I also have sought out a spiritual mentor. during, and, and it's crazy because I sought her out before we went into quarantine. Like It was like maybe a week or two before all this happened. I was like, wow, God really was speaking to me to yes. seek spiritual advice and guidance. And it's because that, listen, we all should want to grow and be better people each and every day. Like, I want to be a better person than I was yesterday. And we are always a work in progress. It's always something that we can be better at. It's always something that we need to learn. And I just wanted to learn and get a better understanding of God. Like, I'm thirsting for uh, the spirit of God and for God to continue speaking to me and hearing the voice of God. So I'm like, I need a spiritual mentor to help me really break down the Bible, understand the verses so I can really apply it to my life. So that's also a part of me having self-care is really just sitting down and hearing the word of God. Um, So those are some of my self-care practices. And, you know, I like to read a good book as well. Um, and, And again, I've been really just focusing on like just being a better person mm-hmm. um, during this whole season. So, you know, I'm appreciative for, for this. I know it is, um, we want to be sensitive to the people that have lost lives during right. this. And of course, you know, I, I pray for them and mm-hmm. pray for their families um, and the ones that are healthy and have their strength. Don't complain. Just be thankful that you have your health and strength and really look at what God is trying to show you during this season. And I also want to add that I think we you touched on it earlier. Like um, we were talking about people feeling like they they got to do something and they need a way out. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that people even during this pandemic are feeling like they're pressured to come out of this with a new great idea. Like if it don't come out of this, it's not that it's not your time. Like don't feel pressured to like create and 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 come up with the new next million dollar idea. Maybe God is really just trying to sit you down so you can focus on him and be still and listen to him. So if you don't come out of this with a new idea or something creative, don't worry about it. God will reveal it to you. The only thing that we should come out of this is being closer to him because he'll reveal what his purpose is for our life. 
I know how that was long winded. No, but. I'm over. Don't you better not apologize, Monique, because I'm over here taking deep breaths because I am receiving what you okay. are saying. <laughs> oh my goodness. I actually spoke about that on a previous stop of the Get My Life Tour because social media right now, oh my goodness, is such a beast and everybody yeah. is telling you know, someone else, who, who they should be, how they should be, what they should be, you know, all the W's. And I'm like, please be quiet. So I'm so yeah. glad yes. you said that from a millionaire's mouth to our ears and God's hearts, be still, mm-hmm. be still. Well said, Monique. I'm in agreement with that. I'm over here trying to not um, say mm, and yes and ah so much <laughs> because I don't want to mess up the recording with my voice while you're speaking. But I am in agreement. I'm rocking in my chair. I'm like, okay, Lydia, uh, remember that you're interviewing and you're not on the first pew because you are <laughs> truly speaking to me. You know, you are having an incredible impact on the lives of many. You have Myel Cares. You have your academy where you and your husband are teaching women about entrepreneurship. You are doing it all. Can you talk to us a little bit more about that, about what you're doing and why you are doing it? Yeah. So I really just want to give back and I want to be able to sow seeds. Um, So I have the Secret Sauce podcast and I also have the academy. So as you know, podcasts are you know, it's your time and it's free. Nobody's paying me to do a podcast. Um, and it's information that my followers can take and apply to their brand or business because I'm sharing my experience. I'm sharing my business tips, techniques, how to build your brand and how you can apply some of the same steps that I did to, to your business. Um, because so many people, I get a ton of DMs, like, on a daily basis of people asking me to mentor them. Mm. Now, I would love to mentor everyone that sends me a DM, but however, that is not humanly possible <laughs> because I would not be a, a whole person, a sane person. Like I, I, I wish I can clone myself, but I couldn't. So um, that me thinking about like, okay, how can I still be able to, so into others and be a mentor, but be a mentor to the masses because I get so many. So that's what made me put together the podcast. And I fought with myself about it for a long time because I'm like, I don't have a, I don't have a radio voice. Like Lydia, you have a really good voice. And I was going to compliment you at the end, but you have a really amazing voice for a podcast. Thank you. And I was like, I don't sound right to do no podcast. Nobody's going to want to listen to me. (laughs) So I just was like, one day I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. And to see the response of how it's touching people's lives and how they are actually learning from it and growing from the podcast. It was like the devil, you was really trying to get in the way of this. Mm. You was trying to get in the way of other people's blessings um, because I had to get out of my own way and know that it's not about me. It's about who I'm serving. And that's why God has given me the tools that he has is for me to pass that back and serve it back to my community. Women that look like me, women and men. Right. Um, And that's my whole goal. And the Academy is a six week online mentorship course where it's virtual. And I uploaded videos. And the reason why I did that was because, okay, I'll do this virtual session because I'm still I'm building a brand. So my brand still requires a lot of my time. And I'm also a mom and and a wife. So, again, I'm 
I can't be pulled in so many different directions. So I said, okay, if I upload a virtual session and then I can just check in with my mentees every week and I'm going to put my roadmap out in these videos. And if they have questions, I'll check in with them on a weekly basis via Zoom and we can have a group classroom setting and they can ask questions about whatever it is that they want to ask me. And I'll be very transparent and, and break it down however they need it to be. And it's, I love the classroom setting because sometimes when you are a mentee, you don't even know what questions to ask. Right. I've had a lot of mentees that's like, okay, I don't even know where to start. I don't even know what to ask. But if someone is in that group classroom setting and they ask a question and it sparks you to be like, oh, wow, that was a great question. Now you didn't learn some information from some other student in the class that has helped you when you didn't even think that you knew that type, you needed that type of help. So that's the academy. And I launched that every fall. And then we have the retreat, the refresh retreat that we're doing in October. Prayerfully, you know, this COVID is is over, but um, that's where I'm bringing resources. So I'm bringing friends and um, acquaint business acquaintances to now be that access for the women that are coming to this retreat um, to not just get information from me, but to get every other woman's perspective that is there. And to also network because you never know who you can connect with there that's going to help take you and elevate you to the next level. Um, So that's pretty much what my give back into entrepreneurship is about. um, And that's through the secret sauce uh, program. That is incredible. I have to ask, did you imagine that you would have this kind of impact on our community in the world when you first started? Absolutely not. Mm -hmm. Absolutely not. And I did a prayer, a prayer live on Monday and it was just like the Holy Spirit just touched me. And I literally like broke down and cried. And I, I could not even like believe that I had cried a lot because, you know, I'm, I try to be a strong person and I'm, I just couldn't help it. Mm-hmm. And the reason why, because the Holy Spirit just spoke to me and like I, I said, I never imagined that I would be doing this. I never thought that I would even be praying for other people. I never thought that God would put me on this platform, how he has to motivate and inspire people. The messages that I get of people saying how inspired they are, like I would have never, ever thought that. Mm -hmm. But to see how God has used me in such a powerful way, like he has shocked me. And I am just in awe because I never thought that I was capable of doing what I'm currently doing right now. So again, when I say it's not by my own strength, because I know how I used to be and I know like how I used to think, I used to think very negative. I used to be be very doubtful of myself. Um, I will make every excuse as to the reason why I couldn't do it. I was always very determined, Mm. but I was also very doubtful of myself. So I always took the most comfortable route being going to nursing school was comfortable. Like I was a good student. I knew I can do it, but it wasn't necessarily challenging to me. It was just something that was within normal limits. So something that was really challenging, I never really took that risk because of self-doubt. So to see how God has really just used me and helped me overcome some of my fears and, and step out of my comfort zone, I'm just truly amazed by his awesomeness and his grace. Monique. You have to, if you have not already, create a series on that experience. I want to know more. And I know I don't have you all day, but I feel like I could speak to you 
for years and years and years about being determined and also being doubtful. So many of us have similar experiences and it's so hard to overcome doubt. It is not an easy process Mm -hmm. and it is truly a journey becoming confident and responding to the call on your life. If you can just briefly share how you were able to get, you know, to a place where you say, you know what, doubt, you have to, you have to go. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think the turning point was again with my son. That's why I said my son has taught me so much more than anybody on this earth could ever teach me. Because when I went through that, it was like, what do I have to lose? Like I'm only on this earth one time and I, I choose, I had to make a choice to choose to live a fulfilled life. And in order to live a fulfilled life, you have to get out of your own way. I had to learn that my life is not about me. And I had to go into things with a servant mentality. And as long as I do things with good intentions and with good heart, God is going to provide and God is going to take care of me. I had to tell myself and remind myself whose I am and the thoughts of doubt, of fear, of anxiety. That's not in alignment with God's word. Mm -hmm. And if it's anything that's not in alignment with God's word, it's the devil speaking to you or the enemy trying to get into your mind to confuse your thoughts. Mm -hmm. So I had to know that when I get these thoughts of doubt and, and, and anxiety and fear that that's not in his word. And that's why you got to know God's word and his promises. Because if it's not, if it's not in his word for you to be doubtful, his word says the opposite. It's not in his word for us to be anxious. His word says to cast all your cares and your anxieties on him and do not be anxious or worry about anything. That's what his word says. So if anything in your mind and your thought contradicts what his word is, then that's the enemy. And so first it starts by knowing who you are and knowing his word and that he, his word is never wavered. He is the same today, yesterday and forevermore. So if God said that he wants me to live a prosperous life, then I'm going to live a prosperous life. If God said, do not worry about tomorrow, then I'm not going to worry about tomorrow because that robs me and steals me of my joy today. So again, we got to know his word. And anything that's opposite of his work is not true. I just want to say shalom and say la and amen. Thank you. No problem. <laughs> oh my goodness. Monique, you're probably over there looking like, girl, this woman is into, uh, I really am. I really am here for everything that you're saying. It is so important to remain encouraged on our journeys. Every stop on this Get My Life tour is about getting closer you know, to Mm -hmm. where you want to be. And I don't truly think that there is an arrival point, Mm -hmm. but I really hope that someone tuned in hears you with their heart Mm -hmm. and is able Mm -hmm. to change their, their mind and open their heart to really being available to what is out there for them. Anxiety, doubt, fear, anger, pain, all of that gets in the way and really clouds our judgment. And I feel like it also, you know, clouds our minds and our hearts as well. So thank you so much for that. You know, I could speak to you 
forever, as I've already said, and I know <laughs> that I, I can't, um, but we've gotten to the point on the tour where it is time for you to drop the mic. Now, I think that you drop the mic time and time again, but our mic drop moment is our your opportunity to leave it all on the stage. Think of what it is that you want to leave with us and then take it away. I think what I'm feeling led to share is um, a sermon that I watched with T.D. Jakes a few weeks ago, mm. and it was powerful. And it was use your disadvantage to your advantage. And what that means is basically, you know, don't let your current circumstances dictate your future. I was at a disadvantage because I grew up with a mom who worked several hours to provide for her family and a dad who was addicted to drugs who didn't work. And I saw how my mom and dad's relationship and our family relationship was altered because of his drug addiction. And I was told that when I was younger, that I would probably be just like my dad. I would go to high school. I would end up pregnant because I went to a ghetto high school. I wouldn't turn out to be anything when I grew up. And so that was a disadvantage. People already counted me out. But I used my disadvantage to my advantage and said, you know what, just because this is my background, this is where I come from. This is what's making me more determined and and more driven to want better for my life because of my disadvantage. If I grew up with a silver spoon in my mouth, would I still have the same drive and determination that I have right now? Probably not. So even with my kids, even though they have a better life than I had growing up, I still make them feel the disadvantage so they can use this disadvantage to their advantage. I don't want my kids to be spoiled. I still want them to have the same drive and determination that I had growing up because I had, I I went without, even though you have more than mommy had, mommy's not going to give it to you. So I'm going to use this example. My daughter is 14 and she wants to start a clothing line and she asked me to help her. I said, I'll be helpful. I'll be supportive, but you're going to get out there and you're going to research it yourself just like how I did. Because you're not going to have the advantage just because I'm your mom that it's just going to come easily. No, you need to put the work and the effort behind it. So, again, make your disadvantage your advantage. Nothing in life is easy. So that's what I would say. Thank you so much. Monique. You're welcome. You are phenomenal. Oh, thanks. You you are so welcome. I believe you know that. You are inspiring And you touched me and I can only imagine what others, you know, will take away from this. I I have to ask you, please let us know how people can stay connected with you. How can we support your business and, you know, really enjoy your products and all of the services that you are offering? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And thanks for asking. Um, So you can follow me on my personal page. I have my personal Instagram is at exquisite mo and it's spelled exquisite just like it is in a dictionary M O. Um, Myel Organics is our Instagram handle and Myel Organics LLC is on our face is our Facebook. Um, our website, myelorganics.com. We're also in any major retailer that you go to, Sally's, Target, Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, Kroger, Walmart, if I didn't say Walmart already, um, any beauty supply stores, H E B. 
um, we're pretty much everywhere. So you can find us on the shelf as well. I can attest to my L being an incredible brand and the mission is just as phenomenal. Monique, I am so glad that you showed up, showed out and left it all here on stage at the Get My Life Tour. You are wonderful. And I'm so glad that you are who you are and that you are showing up for others the way that you've been called to. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you. It feels good to be appreciated. I am so glad that we were able to have this moment. And I'm so glad that you tuned in and decided to show up for yourself. It has been great. And I cannot wait to see you on the next stop of the Get My Life Tour. Until then, it has been real. Peace. Mm -hmm.